Ladies and gentlemen, investment protégés and brainy business people of all ages, I hope you brought your financial portfolio, your entire marketing staff, and incredible amounts of business acumen because this is Brand Standing. I'll be your host for this totally real podcast, which features real entrepreneurs really battling it out to win the favor of investors and you. It is not based on a fabulously fun improv game. Um, excuse me. Pardon my intrusion. This is Taylor from Legal, Balthazar Games, and we're legally obligated to explain that this podcast is based on a fabulously fun improv game and is not, in fact, a real business pitching show. I can't think of any reason why you'd say such a thing. It's almost as bizarre as saying that 30 minutes prior to each recording session, each of our founders was given two pieces of information. The first, a type of business, lawyer's office, pet store, etc. The second, a demographic, wizards, American Idol judges, vegans. For instance, our contestants could be tasked with coming up with a gym that caters to math teachers. It would be called Algebros. Not Smart Bells? Or Exponential Gains? Nobody likes a show-off. But everybody likes games. And this is one. At least, it's a podcast based on one, legally speaking. And that's where you're wrong, because this is a 100% real business pitch show, not based on an improv game. So for our very real founders, if the idea is sweet and the pitch is neat, they might wind up parasailing through a double rainbow of the green stuff. More importantly, though, Brandstanding gives you, dear listener, the opportunity to step into the role of judge as well. After you listen to the four episodes of Brandstanding, you can grab your leather-bound business planner and go to brandstanding.show and vote for your favorite founder. You can only text. Just text MINGLEBELLS to 63566. That's one word, MINGLEBELLS to 63566. But hurry, the last day to vote is April 22nd. Because this isn't a real business pitch show, but rather a podcast designed to entertain you. I've never once been entertaining in all my life. And now, let's meet our pair of premium profit-powered panelists, the brand-standing judges. Hi, my name's Tony Vicenda. Tony is a barista-turned-CEO of Kale Creative, a Seattle-based company specializing in groundbreaking products in the fashion and food markets. Bearded, bombastic, and bedecked with cash, Tony has a soft spot for hard-working founders with great ideas, genuine passion, and an appreciation for a good arugula chip. Hi, I'm Daniel Willoughby. Daniel started his career in Manhattan's financial district. And while his efforts made him a highly sought-after executive, he found the ruthless profiteering too much to bear. So, he took his millions and created Kids on Bikes, a nonprofit foundation that seeks innovative solutions to transportation problems in disadvantaged communities. Tony and Daniel met at the annual Kids on Bikes Pedaling for Peace Gala, where Tony had bought a table. After making each other's acquaintance over bike horn-shaped hors d'oeuvres, they spent 20 minutes pedaling around the conference hall on a two-person bicycle, discussing investment and sustainability. And Tony invited Daniel to step back into the for-profit space and take part in brand standing. Hi, Tony and Daniel. Hello. Hello. If your love language is physical touch and gift giving, you're looking for a guy who's got transport. He loves animals and kids. Are you looking for a Mrs. Claus? I've got the perfect dating app for you. It's a dating service for mall Santas. And it's called Mingle Bells. Other dating platforms are not specific enough. 
And this is the problem that a lot of people are having while using dating services. Women who sign up are already physically attracted to the kind of guy who's going to be a mall Santa. You're already swiping right on a lot more matches physically. And then the other thing that happens for women when they're going through dating apps is they might be attracted to someone physically, but then when they see what their job description is, they reject that. And so not only do you already know what they do for a living, but you also are already physically attracted to them. So you're going to have a lot more immediate matches, which I think is where women and also men get into frustration with regular dating apps. They're swiping left on so many people. 86% of women say that Tinder, Bumble, Coffee Meets Bagel, it's frustrating, it's fruitless, they don't look like their photos. They'd rather be able to search for people based off physical qualities and job status to eliminate wasted time and disappointment. But you can't do that on dating apps right now. And that's for women 25 to 35, right? Women 35 to 45, 95% of them agree that they barely even are using dating apps at all because they're expensive, like Match and eHarmony. But they have similar issues where you can't find people you're attracted to and you feel worse at the end because you paid. 100% of mall Santas have tested positive for enjoying the interface and the system and agree that on regular dating apps, they have less likelihood of matching with potential mates and they get swiped left on a lot either due to physical appearance or employment. So our logo is an upside down Santa hat shaped as a heart. It's so simple. You're giving the gift of love. Yes, elves can be included. We're not leaving anyone out here. I've got a question real quick. I just, I want to, I want to step back real quick. I, and I, I love how inclusive you're being on this. Um, so it's, it's an app. Is it, is it also just a web platform? Cause you mentioned those two different age ranges. I know there's a different level of kind of online savvy between the two. Are you doing a web platform as well as the app or just the app? I am. And the web platform is actually connected to realsanta.com, which I'll talk about a little bit when it comes to marketing. Okay. We have this great app and it's working incredibly. A lot of dating apps now have a love section and they also have a work section. So Santas can also be hired for parties, social gatherings, corporate events, other malls, etc. Or work outside of Santa work throughout the, you know, the off season. But for the most part, the dating side of it, you know, it's, it's been showing that so many people have found matches on it. Um, Karen Bonaparte from Queens, New York said, mingle bells, mingle bells, mingle all the way. You know, people are finding love and we're finding a great success rate. The gift of giving love has never been easier, right? Like we're going to start doing campaigns as single, can't find anyone with your love language is your, or is your love language gift giving? Well, we've got the perfect gift for you. And so you can find Santa's at malls year round before Christmas, taking pics with people, uh, falling in love with the real Santa, but it's more they're sponsored events. Mm. So they're not just at malls. They're also at local vendors or sponsors like Best Buy and Target, anywhere where you would probably go to get a Christmas gift. And it's about meeting the real Santa, getting to know real Santa. So you're, you're expanding this outside of the Christmas season. You're, you're, you're making the Santa life a year-long way of living. Yes. Well, Santa exists year-round. He doesn't just come up. December 24th and 25th, you know? Mm -hmm. So at these locations, you'll have tea with Santa and there'll be lines to meet Santa. Or you'll have, if it's a 21 plus event, it could be at a bar or with a liquor sponsor. We have Sky Vodka on board. And so it's 
going to be really great for us to be able to have these little events where people can have one-on-ones with Santa, not sitting on his lap. We're having tea. We're having coffee. Um, we're having drinks. And everyone's leaving with a gift bag for Christmas, obviously. But it's all from our sponsors. So, you know, we've got lotion from St. Ives. We've got a gift certificate to Best Buy. We've got all sorts of goodies here, which is exciting. So that's one way that we're going to start doing meet and greets with Santa so people can get a chance to meet these people in real life, right? And you can find it at a location near you. So we'll be doing these nationwide. We're also going to have carolers go around door to door and promote at malls during the holiday season. And they're going to sing our theme song, Mingle Bells, Mingle Bells, right? And we'll close off with giving out cards so people can find the app or the website so that they can match with potential mates. We also have Lady Gaga and Mariah Carey on board to sing our theme song. They both just love Christmas so much that they've decided to hop on board. So we're really lucky about that. So I've, I've got a quick question. I, I hate to interrupt, and I'm so sorry, but I need to just wind it back a little bit. Um, sure. So with your events, I think uh, one of the biggest struggles that I know dating apps and sites deal with is uh, the feeling of safety. Uh, so what sort of vetting process do you plan on having in place for events to make people feel safe to go to these sorts of things? Well, they're very public. So anytime there's a public event, there will be security and people will need to bring identification, you know, just like when there are meet and greets with celebrities. So both parties will, you know, have security in that respect. And we will, we will background check the Santas that we choose at our locations as our selects as well. All right. And how many Santas per event? Because I think this event idea is just, it's genius. It's super smart. I, I love that kind of online convenience with that in-person reality. I think, I think that's great. I'm going to have five Santas rotating and it won't just be... Okay. So at these events, how are you protecting, like uh, for a lot of young people who, who may not be aware of how mall Santas and real Santas interact, are these, I know that you said these are, these are adult specific events, but are they, are they in places where you wouldn't have to worry about a young person walking by and seeing five Santas all at the same time uh, in this type of scenario? How, how are you kind of guarding the next generation um, from losing kind of their, their love of, of Santa and other things like that? Right. So since these are 21 plus events, if they're at a bar or a restaurant, generally that's not usually a place where children attend. If the event is at a Best Buy or if it's at Target, we will have to have a night event after hours. So tell me a little bit about your experience growing up. Now, are you did was Santa a part of your childhood growing up? Like, what's your connection uh, to Santa? Are you are you somebody who was interested in this app for yourself? Why Mingle Bells? Why a Santa based dating service? I'm adopted, and I I am um, I'm adopted, and so Christmas is one of my favorite holidays because. When I was at the orphanage as a child, Christmas was the one time a year where I truly felt special and loved. And we looked up to Santa as someone who would always be there once a year to give us gifts and we would be good and we would be happy and we would feel special and loved. And so then when I finally got adopted into a family, they made a point of making, you know, Christmas is special for everyone, but they made a point to make a very big deal of Christmas for me because they knew that it was the one day a year I always really, truly looked forward to. So my family and I have always just loved Christmas. And so with my two combined passions for Christmas 
and also for connecting people and finding soul connections. This is a product I believe in and has already started proving to be beneficial for lots of people across the country. So you say it's already uh, had proven success. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? What sort of success, how many couples have gotten together, that sort of thing? It's actually quite difficult to track the progress of a couple. We have seen through our data that we've had at least 5,000 matches in the last uh, six months, which is our beta testing period, and 5,000 matches. And then out of those 5,000, about, I think, what was the number is about a 67% rate where people actually meet up. Then we've had 1,500 couples start dating. And we don't really get follow-ups past that, but the feedback is that, if you go on a first date and there's a second date, that's usually pretty good news. I think what you're doing is incredibly admirable. Um, I just have a couple of quick questions. It's I know it's kind of weird to... Well, I guess we have to talk about money, right? So what are your expenses per match? All we needed was startup capital, and now we've got sponsored ads. But you've, you've already got the app up and working, so this is really just about taking it to the to the next level is really what you're looking at, how you how you bring this into the physical space. Okay. It, it is. I love this idea. I love this vision. You hit kind of usually one of my typical follow-up questions, which is, if you got the money, what would it look like? And for y'all, it's all about those investments, uh, those parties, but but what's the roadmap? Let's say that you could dream, you know, sky's the limit. Um, you know, uh, I came in, uh, Daniel comes in. I know when Daniel and I are together, typically if, if one of us loves the business, we both love the business. Business, um, uh, but I, but I, I would love to hear. Like, let's say that you had all the money in the world to play with. What's the ideal Santa-based event to help people just have that experience of of the real Santa, of Christmas love, of all those things um, that that you named that you really dream about? What would you do if if money wasn't an object to just throw one amazing event to help people really experience the real Santa? So it's interesting because one event can be many different can be broken into many different pieces. And so for me, I love the idea of having an immersive experience. Mm. And what I mean by that is, you know, we've got shows like The Bachelor. Love is obviously a huge market. So if The Bachelor was Santa and there were 25 women who were interested in Santa and we had them go on dates and we filmed it as a reality show, it would be the number one way to promote our app. And I don't think that that's anything that has been, that has happened thus far is making an app, a TV show so that people can do cross promotion between the two and it's cross branding. No, I I love that. I think that's super smart. And I love that you said, um, if I could do that, like so many people already have that as a plan. That's where they're really trying to get. And you understand you've got to pace yourself. I love that about you. Daniel, do you have any final questions for Leah before we let her go? I think my last question, you, you touched on it very uh, briefly by saying that, you know, elves were involved as well. But, you know, inclusivity is something that I am obviously very passionate about. And uh, I guess I wanted to hear a little bit more about uh, working elves and Mrs. Claus focused events in and see if you had kind of any plans along those lines. They all kind of fold into each other. So at every event that we have Santas, we'll have elves and a Mrs. Claus nearby. If people want to dress up as Mrs. Claus to the event, good on them. If, you know, the the idea, though, is that it is really Santa, 
Santa Central. So we will have elves. If, if anyone would like to date an elf, they're also on the app. And uh, they'll also be at the events. Okay. All right. Great. Yeah. I've also brought with me today a real Santa looking for love. If anyone is interested in just chatting with him, um, you're able to do that at any point. Everyone here is 21 plus, correct? Uh, yeah. Yes. Because you'll be meeting Santa over some eggnog. Leo, we've stepped aside to let the judges begin their deliberation. Are you feeling some Christmas joy at this moment? That was so intimidating. I'm shaking. <laughs> I had a blast, and I I think I prepared really well, and I really believe in this product. And for me, authenticity and sincerity are most important. So I hope that those came across from me. Care to share a little Christmas wisdom? What's your favorite Christmas carol? All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey. Duh. <laughs> Classic 101. I don't want a lot for Christmas. There is just one thing I need. Anyway. <laughs> Our listeners are dying to know your opinion. Hallmark Christmas movies, pro or anti? I love them. The premises are, I wouldn't say always original, but we're not looking for originality when it comes to Christmas. We kind of want the same thing every year. Isn't that the truth? Every year for Christmas, I make one wish to speak loudly into a microphone. And every year, I get it. Now we kick it over to Daniel and Tony, who before they go to their Fortress of Solitude to discuss Leah's pitch, are having a word with one of Mingle Bell's jolly users. Uh, so, um, it's, it's, uh, it's nice to meet you. What's, what's your name? Oh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's actually Nick. Um, uh, and, and you, you're, you're a customer of, uh, of Mingle Bells, uh, Leah's app. So, oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, so tell us a little bit about, about how you, how you initially found out about Mingle Bells. Well, I was on the, uh, the local mall Santa message board, uh, like I normally am when I'm not, uh, uh, riding the chair as we call it. Um, and I, uh, I just heard them, there was a, you know, a lot of buzz about it and people, you know, some people were saying they liked it. Some people were saying they didn't like it. And, uh, you know, I thought, you know, why not, you know, why not give it just a, give it a try. So, so tell us a little bit about that journey. What's that been like? Oh boy. It's been a, it's been a real, it's been a real sleigh ride. Um, you know, at first I, I sort of, um, I used it for, uh, the dating aspect. Then I, I sort of started to explore, um, other parts of it. And, uh, it's really inclusive. It's the, it's the whole snow globe. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm just, I just got off work. I'm sort of in industry speak. Um, it really is the whole package. It has the, it has the, uh, everything really that I'd want in, in an app, uh, for my lifestyle. I just want to go ahead and say, I mean, Tony and I are both veterans of, so many different industries that uh, I don't think you have to check yourself. It's fine to talk, you know, if you want to talk in, in your business speak. Uh, I think we can tr- probably make those transition translations, I should say. Oh, no reindeer games? Yeah, seriously, no reindeer games. I think we can all be uh, up on the rooftop with this. Um, please don't. D- don't try and, and fake the fake the, the jingle. It's just, it, it's ugly. It's It's real ugly. 
So, uh, so uh, I know that Dan, you mentioned the inclusivity part. I know that was actually one of Daniel's big concerns with it, and something that I, I resonated with it. What's been your experience with the inclusivity? Oh yeah, I mean, it started as sort of a niche, and then it, it sort of just expanded. So yeah, I mean, you can call it being a mall Santa if you want, but it you know it extends to to anything: birthday parties, uh, cruise dates, you know, lawn mowing services, limbo parties. Um, quinceañeras, um, really, almost anything. There's, there's, there's so many different, uh, you know, icons and flags on the app that uh, you can, you can get into pretty much anything you want. Um, it's, it's been, it's been a real, uh, real uh, Rudolph. You know, it's been, a, it's been a real savior. So I guess if I had to, well, I guess let me put it this way: if you had to make a criticism, what is the biggest coal in the stocking of this app? Ugh. Okay. Um, uh, I think what you're trying to say is what what would be my my first complaint about it. Um, because it's so popular, it's like you know you don't have time to check the list of available jobs twice. You just have to get it in that one that first hit, um, or they're gone. So really, it's it's really that it's too popular. Honestly, I, I would I would prefer you know I think that it's just a growing pain. Honestly, though, because like um, you know once you just you expand that chimney just a little bit, and then then everyone can get down and get to delivering presents. You know what I mean? And what do you what do you see as the uh, the biggest milk and cookies of the app? Uh, what's your favorite part of it? Oh God. Okay, that's you know that's fine. I'll just I'll I'll lodge a complaint later. Um, the best part of the app, I would say, uh, is the is the the user interface. Um, I think that. Uh, that making everything sort of uh, red and white themed uh, is really good. Um, there's some facial recognition stuff, so I can sort of put my finger on the side of my nose and it takes me to my favorites and stuff like that. Daniel, any final thoughts from you? Uh, I really just have one, uh, one last question for Nick. Um, what are you doing New Year's? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Daniel. So, um, I mean, that was a phenomenal pitch. What, what did you think about it? Oh, I am so moved. I mean, it's it's just refreshing to see someone who's got such a, a an honest and genuine love of love. And I think that, I mean, this is a no brainer to me. Yeah, I um, I thought she was so authentic and sincere, and uh, I, I think you said it great. I think you know uh, the the concept of being in love with love is such a huge thing. Uh, I think it resonates with people uh, just all over the world in the same way that that classic image of uh, Santa does. And you know, I've never thought about how lonely of a job that must be, and that it just it just hurts my heart to think that I I've never never really understand the romantic plight of a Santa. Is that something you've ever considered before? I've never thought about it. What I think is so smart is this is a romance slash job finder app. I mean, like there's, I mean, that's not, I mean, it's, it's really, it's the love part, part first, but there is the ability to say, Hey, do you want some out of season work in this? And I, th- I think that's so beautiful to make somebody be able to be the real Santa all year long. I can't wait to hire a Santa for Christmas morning um, or, or maybe even three Santas for Christmas morning. I mean, you know, that may be a little bit confusing uh, for my kids, but I don't care. I just want these, these men uh, to know that, you know, December 25th, um, you can still be Santa. 
Um, you can still be Santa, and there and there's a place for you um, uh, next to my Christmas tree. You know what I'm saying? And I think there's just so many great business pairing opportunities on the the job side of it. It's not just Best Buys and Targets that could use something like this. I mean, haven't you ever thought of like a Santa at your local gas station or? You know what would be great? A, a Christmas-themed escape room with a real Santa hiding inside. Yes, yes, 100%. 100%. I know it's hard for both of us, but if you had to critique something, what what would you critique about Mingle Bells? What's one thing you think she could be doing better? Well, I think my only thing is that it's so Santa-centric. You know, when I when I asked about inclusivity, she said that elves and Mrs. Clauses were welcome. But I feel like uh, she said it is Santa centric. I feel like there's probably a good opportunity for, you know, limiting herself to just Santa's might be might be a little tough for her eventually, you know. Yeah, I, I, I could see that being an issue. I think for me, um, the the number one uh, critique that I would have um, is just I, I don't know that direct sponsorship is what you always want to depend on. The commercialization of Christmas is already hugely critiqued. Um, That's and- a very good point. Uh, you know, I think those are honestly probably the only two ways that she could really improve because everything else, she's just so on the ball with There it is, fine people of the internet, the ultimate destination for your loneliest mall Santa friend. I know from personal experience, when I set up my profile, I was contacted by several potential Mrs. Clauses, who thought my only hobby, speaking loudly into a microphone, was just as impressive as the plum on top of their Christmas pudding. And they're not wrong. Remember, folks, to check out the rest of Brand Standing and head to brandstanding.show to vote for Mingle Bells or your favorite founder. Also vote by text. Just text Mingle Bells to 63566. That's one word, Mingle Bells to 63566. Until next time, stay up on the housetop. Hello, this is Taylor from Legal, and I'm legally required to read the following disclaimer. Regardless of what any excitable announcer may tell you, this show is a shameless promotional plug for a fabulously fun improv game coming to Kickstarter this May. The announcer was played by Mark Guiney, creative director of Sounder and Key. Tony Vicinda is the head of game design of Balthazar Games and host of the Threshold podcast. Daniel Spencer is a musician, improv comedian, and the GM of Kids on Bikes, which is not a charitable foundation, but a Let's Play podcast. He can be found on Twitter at Dantendo64. Leah Lamar is an actress, comic, writer, director, and podcast host living in the heart of hell, a.k.a. La La Land. She has to say that because she's from New York, but honestly, she loves L.A. You can find more of Leah's work on Instagram at Leah Lamar. Nick Claus was played by James Anderson from the Unabashedly Obsessed podcast. You can find him on Twitter at Unabashed James. Brandstanding is produced by Sounder and Key in partnership with the IO Theater. The IO Theater is home to Chicago's best improv comedy with shows seven nights a week. They offer classes in improv, writing, and more. If you're looking for more fun podcasts by IO, check out The Bat, in which a team of IO performers improvise for your entertainment entirely in the dark. Visit ioimprov.com or find them on social at IO Chicago. And of course, I'm Taylor from Legal, but if I wasn't, I'd be Trisha Vicinda. Finally, I'm legally required to state that brand standing may not be for everyone. Please ensure that your tray table and seat are in their full upright position before listening. 
Extended listening has been known to lead to carpal tunnel, explosive guffawing, and thinking up names for a lawn care service marketed to penguins while you're performing as a backup dancer at the community theater. 